0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and we are exceedingly glad. Good morning and welcome to this, our early morning sunrise service on this Easter morning. The day, the day that more than any other represents our faith in Jesus Christ. Listen, Jesus Christ is alive and he is well. And we ought to worship the Lord for who he is, our redeemer, our savior, the one who gives us the victory. In, in Jesus Christ. Listen, go ahead and, and share this with your friends, with your family. Let them know that you're watching K-Chap Alive right now, this early sunrise service as we celebrate the risen Savior. Won't you join me now in a moment of prayer? Father God, in the name of Jesus, how grateful and how thankful we are on this day, this day that you've given us. God, we gather here early morning in our homes and our apartments, wherever we are, We come together as a collective body, worshiping you, praising you, thanking God that we have salvation through you, our risen savior. Right now, oh Lord, we pray that you come into this, our hearts and our homes, direct our praise so that what we do here brings you glory. And God, when it's all said and done, We pray that it will be acceptable unto you. Grant it, O God, now in the name of Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, and our Redeemer. Amen and amen. Good morning, K-Chapel.
1: It's Resurrection Sunday. So come on, put your hands together and give him glory. The song simply says, I lift your name on high. And I love to sing your praises. Oh yes, come on, put your hands together. We're going to give him glory this morning. He's risen and has all power in his hands. Lord, I live. I love to sing your praises. I'm I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you came to sing. Say it again, say it again. Lord, I lift your name on my heart. I love to sing your praises. I love to
2: sing your
1: praises. I'm so glad you're in my life.
2: I'm so glad you're in my life.
1: And I'm glad you came to save us. I'm so glad
2: you came to save us. Here we go.
1: Us. You came from heaven.
2: You came from heaven to earth. To, to show the way. Yes. So glad. I'm so glad you're in my
1: life. Glad you came to save us. us. Here we go, you came from heaven. You came from heaven
2: to earth to show the way.
1: Came the same. I'm so glad you came to Satan Here we go! You came from heaven You came from heaven to earth To show, to show the way yes. From the earth to the cross My death, My death to pay. From the cross together right here in the tabernacle of your own home we want you to give him your best praise because he's worthy of all the glory and this morning we celebrate victory so this morning <laughs> let's lift him higher higher, higher y'all higher. lift him high higher. for all men to see. Don't get tired, keep lifting him, he's worthy of the glory, now watch this, days will be brighter, Brighter. oh it'll be brighter, Brighter. hang on in there, it's gonna get brighter, Brighter. square your shoulders, throw your head back, Yep, today. higher, higher, days are brighter, higher, higher. higher. brighter days are here.
3: you Deacon Shane Davis and our scripture for this morning will come from 16th chapter of Mark verses 1 through 4 and they read as follows when the Sabbath was over Mary Magdalene Mary the mother of James and Salome bought spices so they might go to anoint Jesus' body very early on the first day of the week just after sunrise they were on their way to the tomb and they asked each other who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb but then they looked up and they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. God's word for God's people. Now let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pause to say thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for ordering our steps and putting your heads of protection around our families daily. We say a special prayer for those families that are suffering from bereavement. Father, we ask that you keep them encouraged and remind them that you are our refuge and strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. We thank you for our pastor that we provided the spoken word this morning. And despite the challenging times, we are so thankful for the ability to remain connected to our K Chapel Church family. Lastly, we thank you, Father, for the resurrection of your son, Jesus. We celebrate him every day in our lives. In a world that grows increasingly dark, help us to hold up his light. Give us the courage to speak as boldly as Mary Magdalene did and never be ashamed of proclaiming your good news. We ask these and other blessings in your son, Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Listen, no greater love hath no man than this, that he would lay down his life for a friend. The ultimate sacrifice. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. This is the moment when we can express our love and our devotion to the father who gives so much to us. We invite you now to give In this our tithe and offering period You can do so in any number of ways That are listed now on your screen Whatever you do We invite you to give so liberally And cheerfully For the Lord loves a cheerful giver
2: Today's but there is no sunshine, nothing but clouds, and it's dark in my heart, and it feels like a cold night. Today's a new day, but where are my blue skies? There is the love and the joy that you're priming. shine. Nothing but clouds and it's dark in my heart and it feels like a cold night. Today's a new day,
1: but tell me where are my blue skies?
2: Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me it's When yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Father, thank you for this offering that is being received today as it will be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. As we journey through the days ahead, we ask, Father, that you prepare our journey, guide our footsteps, and the Holy Spirit watch over us on every path we follow. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
2: Why do you cry?
0: Join me, if you will, in the reading of God's holy word found in the book of Philippians, chapter number three, beginning with verse number eight. There you will find these words written. Count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung, unto his death. This Easter morning, I want to encourage you this morning with these words, I'm coming out of this. I'm coming out of this. More than any other day on the Christian calendar, Easter offers hope to the world generally, but to the believer specifically by giving the assurance that anchors our faith and that secures our hope easter provides a promise provides an answer for all that burdens our hearts and all that bothers our spirits easter Easter lights a candle of bright hope in the darkness of life's experiences and affirms within the believer's soul that come what may in this life and beyond, that we indeed are more than conquerors, that Christ is greater within us than the enemy that is in the world and that there is nothing that with Christ we cannot overcome. While there is incredible spiritual significance of this great day that has implications beyond the here and now, if Easter has anything practical to offer to us, it is this, that we are not constrained by or confined to the realities or the restrictions around us because of resurrection power. That is good news. Because this morning, so many realities cloud our minds. After this prolonged pandemic, so many experiences claim our focus that create great frustration and anxiety and consternation. We we are fraught. All around us with social upheaval, political unrest, economic hardships, not to mention our own personal struggles and issues and failures. But let our minds be ever clear that Easter, more than any other day, gives the blessed hope that whatever state you are in, whatever storm you are going through, whatever problem you face, that because of the bodily resurrection of our Savior, that you can come out of it. In fact, that would be a good place for you to declare just this morning, I'm coming out of this. This thing that has held me back, I'm coming out of this. This thing that has held me up, I'm coming out of this. This this thing that has kept me from becoming, I'm coming out of this. This situation that has stopped me from being my best, I'm coming out of this. This thinking that has kept me from fulfilling my potential, I'm coming out of this. This environment that has been sucking God's promise out of me, I'm coming out of this. This scenario that has been cycling. God's purpose out of my future. I'm coming out of this this relationship that has held me hostage and made me abandon God's best for my life. I'm coming out of this this attitude that has poisoned my perspective this that has caused me to wrestle with my future, this second guessing that has kept me from believing that I'm good enough, this doubt that has so dampened my disposition that it keeps me from even trying, I'm coming out of this. The reason I can declare that I'm coming out of this is because of resurrection power, which reminds me that nothing can keep me and hold me from what God has promised concerning me. Resurrection power. It is the power that allows you to get up when you've been knocked down. Resurrection power. The power to stand up when you've been pushed down. Resurrection power. The power to keep going when you've been tripped up. Resurrection power is the power that allows you to start over when you've misstepped, the power to press your way through when people say it can't be done, the power to aren't in your favor. Resurrection power. It's the power to set aside your fears and do what God has put in your heart to do. The power to overcome your insecurities and live out the dream that God put in your spirit. The power to conquer your past even when people bring it up in your present and rise above it, get over it, stand through it, and come out of it. That's resurrection power. And that is what Easter is about. resurrection power which is what Paul has us to consider this morning in this text that that I might know him and the power of his resurrection now if we are honest when it comes to this idea of power most of us are more interested in experiencing power than we are in knowing about power. Paul says that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. Most of us want power, power that we can wield, and power that we can feel, power that we can enforce and power that we can exert. But Paul invites us to know this power by connecting with this person, him. That I might know him and the power of his resurrection. It's not one over the other. It's both that I might know him and his power. Biblically speaking, knowing something, it's not simply a matter of the mind. To know is not simply an uh, an, uh, an epistemological act, but knowing is an, an an experiential exercise. Knowing is is not just about uh, the mind, but knowing knowing uh, is an experience that includes all of who you are. Let, let me. You see, if I can explain it this way. When the Bible says that Adam knew his wife Eve, that is not an experience of the mind, but that is an encounter with the person through an established relationship. And Paul says, I don't want to just understand the resurrection from a scholarly perspective. I don't want to just simply be able to write dissertations on the bodily resurrection of Jesus. I don't want to just have a theological grasp and an eschatological view of what the resurrection means. But I want to know, I want To have an experience, I want to have an encounter through an established relationship with my Savior. I want to know Him and His resurrection and have that reality of the resurrection in my life through my relationship with Him that I might know Him and His power. And herein lies the challenge and the charge. For the believer on this Easter morning to know him and his power. Paul makes the association between knowing both the power and the person of the power. Before getting to experience resurrection power, Paul says it is critically important that I know him. I must know him this Jesus and his sufferings, I must know him. This Christ and his calling, I must know. Him, this master and his mission, I must know Him, this teacher and his teachings, I must know Him, this redeemer and his righteousness, Him, this savior and his sufferings, Him, this Jesus and the joy that he gives, I must know Him, this only begotten son of the father and the purpose for which he came. Paul said, I've got to know him and then I can get to know his power. Truth be told, too often we want the power more than we want the person. We want the power of the resurrection without taking on the personality of the resurrector. And this describes the friction and the tension of many languished souls. We want power without person. In churches, it, 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 it comes out this way. When it comes to church membership, we want rights without responsibilities. In relationships, we want benefits without being bonded to each other. But Paul is clearly making the connection between the two that I might know him and his power. If I'm going to get to the power, I got to start with the person. I'm trying to say to you this morning, if the resurrection power of the Lord is going to be available to you, you've got to know Jesus for yourself. Who is this Lord you ask? He is the one born of a virgin, raised as the son of a carpenter, Long before he came to earth, he was in the beginning with God, so he is the begotten of the Father, this Jesus was before time and yet he came into time. This Jesus was with God before the foundations of the world were framed and he entered into this world to reestablish the footings of humanity. This Jesus who performed miracles never before wrought, who manipulated the properties of water until it became wine, who blessed bread until bread gave birth to more bread. This Jesus who gave sight to the blind, he restored shriveled arms and withered legs. This Jesus who gave the deaf their hearing and loose tied up tongues this Jesus he is the same Christ who took on life's greatest opponent one Friday on a hill called Calvary and this Jesus did what no other person could ever do here's what he did he took the sting of death so that we who believe would never have to fear death again Reminds me of a story, the father, what he did one day with his son when they were riding together in a car, out of nowhere, while they were riding together, a bee appeared, the boy began to be afraid because he was allergic to bee stings, The father, recognizing the situation his son was in and the fear that he was experiencing, caught the bee and held the bee in his hand until the bee stung him. When the father felt the bee sting, he let it go. The son, not knowing what had happened, began to be fearful again because all he saw was the bee flying around in the car again. And when the father felt that the son was uh, afraid and, and was fearful, he said, listen, son, you don't have to be afraid. And he showed him his hand that was beginning to swell. And he said to his son, I've taken the sting from the bee and it cannot harm you anymore. And that, my brothers and my sisters, that's what Jesus did on Calvary's cross. He took the sting of death from death so that we who believe upon him never have to fear it again. For we know and believe that in death we do not face a miserable end, but rather we face a glorious future because he took the sting. We don't have to agonize over death As somehow it being our final chapter Because he took the sting We don't have to fear as others Who have no hope For Paul writes For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again Even so them also which sleep in Jesus He will bring with him Because he took the sting We don't have to live in fear of our future For we know that our future Has been secured through his sacrifice of himself On our behalf Thank God this Easter morning Warning that Jesus Christ took the sting of death for you and for me. But that's, that's what he did on Friday. Easter is about what he did on Sunday. On Friday, he took the sting of death, but on Sunday, <laughs> he took the victory from the grave. When he rose from the tomb, he robbed the grave of its bragging rights. When he rose from the tomb, he took the power and the prestige of the grave away. And that's why Paul could write, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? For Jesus took the sting uh, away from death on Friday, and he took the victory from the grave on Sunday. And he rose with all power in heaven and earth in his Hands And this same resurrection power is the power that Paul invites you, he invites me to know this morning with this power, nothing can hold the believer down with this power. You can overcome your insecurities with this power. You can rise when it looks like you wouldn't get up again with this power. You can overcome things that you thought were going to take you out with this power. You can overcome what mean people say about you with this power. You can prove your critics wrong with this power. You can show the skeptic that with Christ, all things are possible with this power. You can come, come what may uh, in life. You can come through it and, and, and get through it and get over it and and get out of it with this power as this Easter morning with this power on this Easter morning, you can have a better and brighter day just as this morning, this morning is after all, that's what Easter is. It is the best and the brightest day of all. A day when the gloom of Friday was pushed aside. A day when the overwhelming grief at Calvary was overcome by the abundance of grace found at the empty tomb. And just just as the angel announced to those who gathered, Jesus was not there, but in fact he had risen, so it is this morning. with this resurrection power you too shall come out of this whatever your this is you ought to declare on this Easter morning because of resurrection power I'm coming out of this the Lord bless you and keep you make his face to shine upon you be gracious unto you Give you his peace.
4: Falling in love with Jesus.
0: The invitation to know this Jesus and his power is extended to you this morning on this Easter morning. I I cannot promise you that getting to know him will mean that you won't have to suffer. In fact, that's what Paul promises us. In fact, he lets us know that it's through the suffering That we, in fact, get to know him even more personally. So I invite you, you who have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you, you who have waited for whatever the reason, this Easter morning, this resurrection morning, I invite you to come out of it, to come out of your doubt, to come out of your fear to come out of whatever has held you back from making this decision and do it this morning. Open your heart and then open your mouth and declare these words. I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. I believe this morning that you died on a cross for my sins. And I believe you rose again from the dead. And by faith, I claim you to be Lord of my life. Now, if you said that, if you said those words and you believed it in your heart, I want you to call the number that's on your screen and let the person who answers that phone lead you into the next steps so that your faith will grow, that you will develop in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah, falling in love with Jesus. It's the best thing falling you could ever
4: do. With Jesus.
0: God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us on this sunrise service as we celebrate our risen Savior. Yes, Jesus Christ is alive and he is well. And because he lives, we can face tomorrow. We can face any day. We can face everything that comes our way, believing that better and brighter days are ahead amen listen as we offer the benediction let me thank all of you who were a part of yesterday's uh, easter egg and history hunt throughout the city of jackson let me thank also visit jackson and all who played a part in making that celebration making that event the activities wonderful for our young people our children and our youth what a great time we had uh, as we as we explored and learned uh, even some wonderful stories of history throughout our city Connected specifically to K. Chapel, so thank you to our youth department, our youth leaders, visit Jackson, all of our deacons, brotherhood, laymen, whoever played a part. God bless you, and thank you for making this a wonderful event. And now, may the grace of God, the sweet communion of His Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with each of you now henceforth and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen and Amen. God bless you. Go in peace. <music>